0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs Podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint.
1: And we are here with great news, Daniel. What? We got great news? We got great news. Are we doing a raffle? Yeah. Are we doing a giveaway of some kind? We're doing a giveaway for cheese dip. Just all the cheese dip in the world. Lifetime supply from your favorite chain. No, Daniel. The great news is you and I watched a Georgia game and didn't have heart palpitations.
0: I felt great the whole time. whole time. I felt wonderful the whole time. It was a magical experience. Uh, it was a complete, <clears throat> complete reversal of last year's Sugar Bowl game, was it
1: not, Clint? It was quite literally the mirror image, as it was the opposite of what could have been. It, it just yeah we. We jumped out to an early lead. Uh-huh.
0: We sort of sputtered in the middle. Baylor made a made a some sort of an attempt at a comeback, but at no point did you ever think that Baylor was going to win the game. Similar to last year, we gave up an early lead. We tried to make it interesting, but at no point were we ever a threat to win the game. No. So it felt great, start to finish. Really felt great. Um, seven Georgia Bulldogs suited up and played yeah. in the game. Yep. There were. Um, they had a. They had a, a water girl. Uh, playing right guard at one point. No, that I was think. left tackle. Uh,
1: <laughs> Her name was Cade okay. Mays.
0: Oh no, he came right out. He came right out at the beginning. <laughs> uh, that uh, it's that's that's bad. Um, Cade Mays did not have a, a, a great performance in this game. No. Safe to say, no. He's
1: Cade Mays was put I on mean, skates multiple times. Not just one time, multiple times. Just, just gets in set and it's gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, to say that he was working the kinks out um, of left tackle, a position that he is not comfortable with, um, and I don't mean not familiar with, no. I mean he's clearly not comfortable playing left tackle. No,
1: it's like it's like um, you or I wearing spanks is how, how Cade oh. Mays felt playing left tackle it's
0: n- i i don't know whether to disagree with you or not because i don't quite know what you just said i know that i don't like it whatever that's, then it was then it
1: achieved its end result goal that's but, that's what i was but, going for
0: but yeah i so if your goal was to make me feel uncomfortable look at you you've done I've it i've done it um. Uh, hey. Well. Welcome to the podcast. If you're listening, if you've made it through this first two and a half minutes, um, I feel like we've given you a pretty fair taste. If you're new to the show,
1: of what we are all about. Sometimes Daniel, uh, you don't have to say what you're about. You just show people what you're about, and they draw their own conclusions. Yeah. So if you Act- hadn't, actions speak louder than
0: words. Actions
1: <laughs> speak so much louder. If you haven't figured it out, Daniel and I are. Uh, to Georgia fans, we are not gurus, insiders by any means. Right now there's a, a bunch of high school kids playing uh, a football game and we have no inside information as to who or when yeah. they're gonna sign or if they have already signed, I have no idea.
0: No, we um, we have not, um, we do not have boots on the ground there at the game, we're not, we have not been um, sitting in the eaves trying to listen in on some of their family conversations at their homes. Um, Recently had a conversation over Christmas, if you can't tell, about the origin of the word eavesdropping.
1: I was was waiting for Uh, the trivia to follow. There's a history lesson mm -hmm. here, y'all. It's PBS Hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, recently installed a new television in my bedroom, which required me to quite literally go into the eaves of my upstairs of my home. And so now not only am I up to date on the history of the origin of the word eavesdropping, uh-huh. but uh-huh. I have I've been to the very place from which one could eavesdrop. Uh, but that's not what we've been doing. We have no insider information. <laughs> no. Uh, we will talk about recruiting as things begin to come together, hopefully next week. Uh, as we're recording this on Thursday night, there's really no news. And we wouldn't really talk about it even no. if there was. Um, let's, we are going to talk about the Sugar Bowl. If you're listening, thanks for listening. Download the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Twitter is at Dog's Podcast. You can always hit us up there. Email is bulldogs at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the Sugar Bowl, your thoughts on this team, this off offseason. Um, uh, anything that you've got that you want us to talk about or that you want to talk about to us, those are the ways you can get in touch with us. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Especially if you like the show, only if you like the show, might I say? Yeah, that's that's uh, a good
1: distinction, Daniel. Actually, a great distinction. Yeah.
0: Leave us a rating or review if you're a fan. That helps us out a tremendous amount. If you're not a fan, then you don't have to help us out. You you can just uh, we there are lots of other podcasts, and we hope you find one that you enjoy. Um, uh, but for right now, uh, we are going to talk about the Sugar Bowl, and we're going to. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna give our thoughts and our opinions about what we did well, what we did not do well, what went uh, great, what went poorly. And so, Clint, I'm gonna let you lead out of the gate. Um, where do you want to start with the sugar bowl conversation? Other than Cade Mays, yeah, please. No, we're, can we're, we go to a positive? No, no, no,
1: no. I'm not. That was my one-off because Daniel. Here's where I want to start, and this is they they gone did it, Daniel. They gone uh-oh and did it and. And Georgia Bulldogs went into the the cavity in my chest, where once mm-hmm. was a heart.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: They 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 scooped it up like Neo scooping up a bullet out of out of Trinity, <laughs> and they they threw out the old crusty side, and mm. and in its place they they spawned hope, Daniel.
0: Oh wow! How did they Just do it? Like- it's like a, this is like a Hallmark Christmas movie you've just described.
1: <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did just describe really, every, literally really every Hallmark so, Christmas movie.
0: Something, something tells me the listeners and I now know what you and your wife have been spending your holiday doing, uh, so... <laughs> and peas to you. <laughs> but uh I couldn't agree more except for you re- except for anyone referencing the Matrix Three at any point. No, that, was, um, that was the Matrix
1: that was the Matrix one, Daniel. That was not Matrix Three. It was
0: the that was the first one. That was the first oh. one.
1: Don't no. I stopped All watching right. after yeah. halfway through the second. Um, no, Daniel. Uh, where I want to but, start is just you're the absolutely right that came from this game, every single square inch. And if you all, if you thought I was kidding last episode when I said you're going to get sick and tired of my voice saying to Kobe Dean, this game did nothing but amplify that. Our defense, my oh my, my goodness, that cat is faster than any of you. I, I don't care who we is,
0: playing. fast. He is faster than fast. Um, opposing quarterbacks. Running backs trying to get the sideline, trying to get the corner, nah. Nope. Nope. Hard pass. Opposing, opposing receivers, p- potential pass catchers, trying to get by him in coverage, nope. Nah. Not going to no. not gonna happen. No. Uh, liked what I saw out of McCoby-Dean. Let's just stick with the linebackers. Adam Anderson, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Adam how, Anderson. How you doing? Just completely void of all presence for all year. Then he just said, ah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go get me a sack in the sugar bowl. He said, "I'm going to strap up and not just
0: a sack. Yeah. He was all over the field, played a lot of meaningful snaps." Um, Clint, a little bit piece of trivia for you: um, We are hosts of the University of Georgia podcast. Okay. This is we literally do this five days a week. Yes, this is this is what we do. Okay, and and at one point during the Sugar Bowl, <laughs> I said the words out loud. Wait, what? Monty Rice is a junior? <laughs> like. Did you all know Monty Rice was a junior? Like, that guy's got another year. Oh, he coming back, Daniel. Like, well, of course, yeah, I know he's coming back, but I, th- I, I just assumed his eligibility had run out. Monty, hey, welcome home, brother. You, you like, had assumed that
1: Monty's face gave a, <laughs> gave a giveaway to his age, and you'd be wrong. Monty, Monty's face looks like he has he fought valiantly
0: in World War II and has many grandchildren. Correct, but. Uh, but, listen, Monty Rice, we said early in the game there was there's a early in the game, Lewis scene, who had an admirable game. He I did. thought he did right, uh, but he got taken for a ride, but it was clear from the jump that Monty Rice was not. He was in, engaged in this game, and he, oh, yeah. he, he he missed the quarterback one time when he had a free rush. Uh, his eyes got a little bigger than his stomach on that play. But uh, for the most part, he was his normal self, just sure tackler, laser beam, coming through the hole, hitting people. Loved what I saw out of the linebackers in general. Um, uh, and the whole defense really, I mean, came out of halftime, gave up that score. You could tell they had made some adjustments. Yeah. And, um, our corners were outmatched but they were able to they were able to mitigate that through the schemes that we ran uh, i thought for the most part but they got two really good wideouts, and you know there was there was a play there where eric stokes got completely turned around and abused oh, gosh. Um, dj daniel looked um, a little lost a couple times um got a couple pass interferences to to his credit but but hey, Richard LeCount, Lewis Cine in the back end played valiantly. Mark I Webb, thought the defense. Hello. Mark Webb, yeah, Mark Webb, trying to trying to catch some playing time for next year, his senior year. Um, uh, I thought an overall really admirable performance by the defense. I would I expected nothing less. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk about offense coming up. All right, Daniel. The offense. Offense. What did What did you see that excited you?
0: I mean, it's we're ten minutes into the podcast, and nobody said the name Jorge yet. Jorge. So I mean, listen, George Pickens um, is I, I dug a hole in my backyard, mm-hmm. and he's, he's I buried him down there. George Pickens ain't never coming back again. Jorge Pickens is mm-hmm. here to stay, yes friends. Sir. He Jorge is he just said, um, hey everybody, they're not gonna cover me. Um, And so I'm going to catch the ball. And then they're going to start covering Mm me, but I'm going to keep catching the ball. And then they're going to double cover me, and I'm going to go for about a quarter without making a catch. But then when the game really matters, I'm going to go ahead and catch the ball again.
1: You know what impressed me the most about Jorge? And this is – I say the most because everything impresses you about Jorge. You just look at him, and he just Mm -hmm. looks a different cut of cloth than everybody else on the field. Just standing – before the snap, yeah. okay? Did mm-hmm. you see his route running ability in this game shine, Danny? Oh, yeah, I, I did. I, you know, I get it. You want to do a back shoulder to him. You want to have him go up. You want him to do this freakish athletic speed stuff, which, by the way, how about that that need for the first down? And instead of going outside, he said, I'll go ahead and dodge six tacklers on my way to our first oh, down. Oh,
0: my do word this. in heaven. I mean, he was seven yards short of the first down when he caught that ball, and the entire defense right. was between him and the line. Yes, on real.
1: This route running though is crisp and clean and I don't know what happened if literally it took every other wide receiver imaginable being hurt before Jorge said, okay, fine I'll, I'll do everything right. I don't know if that's the case or not, but apparently it worked.
0: I think it had a little bit to do with Baylor's defense, well, um, as too. opposed to uh, as opposed to Auburn's defense and LSU's defense uh, and some of the some of the defenses we've been playing. But um, but Jorge, yeah, he was everything. That he, if if he comes back with that kind of mindset next year, I just kept thinking, especially in the third quarter when they had it doubled up and we mm-hmm. couldn't get him the ball. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking in the third quarter, man, if if we had another guy or two yep. that would prevent these double teams from happening, this is where you get into the – I mean, I know it takes a play caller too, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. But Don't. this is where you get into the really fun LSU-type offenses where well, you've got so many weapons that – like, well, you can't take – you can't take any of them away because then the other ones are just going to crush you. And so, um, what do you want to you choose? You want, you want to choose ball?
1: Blaylock streaking down the right side of the hash for a go right go route, or you want uh, Jorge doing a dig route right in the middle of the field? Which one are you going to take, take away? You're not going to be able to choose, and you're going to get burned by one of them, big time, gashed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we need. Gosh, the, obviously we talked about this when we talked about the signing class, but the need for wide receivers is paramount. Um, but speaking of wide receivers, Clint. Um, oh,
1: come on, <laughs> Clint. Don't. Don't, I just, don't do
0: it. I just don't do I just, it. I just want you to know that I was going to bring this <laughs> up on the podcast, yeah. but yeah. but but I don't have to bring it up because. Longtime listener and friend of the show, Jeff, sent us an email. in the in the fourth quarter of the Sugar Bowl game. Oh, Jeff! And the email was you, sim- simply subject line read "Bet," and the the body of the email said, "I believe Daniel just won a bet from Clint. Did he not? When Matt Landers caught that touchdown pass?" So, Clint, the listeners. The listeners want to know. It's not me speaking. Yeah, this sure. is the listeners. No,
1: clearly not you. Jeff
0: speaks for all of us. <laughs> um, wh- what are you gonna? Wh- what do I get for this bet? And when? And when can I expect to receive it? Is there a? Is there a hat or some sort of a, a
1: visor? And some, so, yeah. is it, what what can I expect? By the way, really quick, you have just entrenched yourself in dad zone. That to win a bet, you think? Do I get a free hat? what do i get what do I, what do i get a little snapback? back well, that's, what are you what are you gonna give me uh, for that? that's that's fantastic uh was the bet who would have more touchdown passes matt landers or tommy bush was that the bet? first to catch a touchdown to pass matt it, landers yeah. or tommy yeah. bush yeah. yeah which which by the way this is just the grossest bet that we've ever made it's the it's lit there's it's well documented
0: matt landers is my single least favorite player on the roster <laughs> So, the fact that I won a bat <laughs> yeah. when he had a touchdown pass is both awful and disgusting and sort of beautiful and poetic. Does that the same just time. wrap
1: up everything about this season? That just encapsulates Re- the entire season. It
0: really, it really does. Like, how many games did you win? I don't know. Feels like four? Oh, wait, it was 12? Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Um, oh, well. Yeah, Daniel, yeah. I'll have to think long and hard about what type of, of Matt Landers touchdown celebratory gift I need to get you. I just need it needs
0: to be something that's appropriate yes. for the occasion. That's what I
1: mean. I am gonna have to yeah. think very deliberately on what a Matt Landers touchdown, which by the way, he couldn't even get up off the turf gracefully. He
0: <laughs> I thought for sure the play was gonna be reviewed and it was gonna you were gonna see that he trapped that ball yes. under <laughs> like yes. somewhere. Um uh, no, it was it was sad. Listeners, if you have suggestions for what yeah, I'll take suggestions. A great for what a payment for this bet. Could or should be. Um, uh, you can hit us up, Jeff. Good looking out for your boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that on the bet. Other offensive things, Clint. Um, you
1: are you are documented as not being a
0: fan of Zamir White.
1: I am well documented of saying Zamir White is okay. I'll t- I'll take him, but I'd rather have Kenny McIntosh. That is well documented.
0: Uh, how'd you feel like let's pat, let's hold on, Kenny McIntosh for a second. How'd you feel like Zamir White played in this game?
1: Here's what here's what I feel like Zamir White did well. Okay, um, being okay. a stronger, bigger human being than other people. Mm-hmm. That's he he is that he's for that.
0: most of the situations that he's in in his life. Right.
1: Um, the things that he does not do well is using his eyeballs to see where he can run in front of him. He does not do that thing well.
0: It's, it's true. He did have some of his best runs of the season he did. in this game. Law of averages sort of would tell you that that's... Um,
1: if Zemir White and ever, it's not, ever learns to read a block and set it up like other people did in the game, Kenny McIntosh, um, if he ever learns to do that, oh my good night. It's going to be scary. But until he does that, I, I don't know what I can do with him.
0: Can I ask a, a follow-up question about the running backs? Um, Kenny McIntosh great game yeah uh happy for him we'll see what happens with him i'm on record as saying he's got that he's got the makings of a brian Harrigan type career where he's never the guy but he is a very productive and helpful uh part of this team we we shall see on that front i'm happy that he got some carries can i ask a, a question about um i know james cook got injured in this game and was seen on the sidelines with his helmet off even before he got injured, what's James Cook's role on this team moving forward, Clint?
1: Uh, hold on, Daniel. I got a. I got another call on the other line. Let me. Let me see oh. who it is. Oh, the caller ID says transfer portal. Is, is what it says. Yikes! Look. Yikes! Look, James Cook, skilled. It's clear. We heard this a couple. We heard this last year, didn't we, Daniel? We heard Kirby come out and say we had packages for him. We just couldn't use them. I.e. James Cook doesn't know where to line up to begin a play. He doesn't know which hole to go. He doesn't know what the assignment is. James Cook, I don't know what's going on. Something's not connecting. And he's not running well at all the whole year. Daniel.
0: You think you think that is a man, that is just a fiery take. I love it. I, I mean, I don't love it. I hope it's not true, but and I don't think it's true. But I love that you are coming in hot and just you're going with James Cook is going to transfer before the beginning of the 2020 season. I
1: think he will. I think coming out of camp, Zamir White, prove me wrong, get your eyes, be able to scan and read a block. If you do, uh, it's going to be scary. And I will be your biggest fan if you learn how to read a block. Uh, Him, Kenny McIntosh, as well as uh, anybody else coming in, Daniel. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! There's, there's one, two, and three. I think I, I don't know if James Cook sniffs twenty-five carries. Wow, for the season! For the season!
0: Wow. Uh, I mean, I want to disagree with you. I want to. I think if obviously if there's ever been a year for James Cook, this is junior it. year with him, him and Zamir White, kind of the established commodities in the backfield, uh, but. But yeah, I it's it's tough at this point to see an incredibly bright future for him, but we'll see, I don't think I don't think it's transfer portal mm-hmm. quite yet. Alright. We got some more thoughts on the game, and we will get to them right after this.
1: Where do you want to go next?
0: Alright, Clint, let's go to let's go to Jake from.
1: Yeah it is. There it is.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about Jake okay. the snake from um. Number one, um, Sean McDonough.
1: Oh, jeez. And Todd
0: Blackledge. Oh my gosh. How badly do they want Jake Fromm to go to the NFL? Just, uh, Todd, just I think Todd, Begging him, begging him to way, go to the NFL. By the way,
1: Todd, if you haven't learned from our friends at CBS, never ever pontificate over the relationship of a young woman in the stands. <laughs> What Thank are you. you doing, Todd? Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for bringing move that up, Clint. on. Don't talk about it. it. Don't. It is like if you don't know if a woman's pregnant or not. Guess what you do?
0: You keep your darn mouth shut. That's
1: exactly what you do, Todd. If you <laughs> hey, don't know. Follow the relationship-
0: up to that. If you do, if you do know that a woman's pregnant, guess what you do? Shut the up. same <laughs> thing. Shut your mouth. You're only gonna say the wrong thing, you idiot, Todd. Don't no talk. good.
1: No good can come from you telling me you think that's his girlfriend.
0: You assume he said the words, <laughs> and a young lady that I assume is his girlfriend. <laughs> like what? What are we doing? There is a woman in her twenties sitting between Jake Fromm's parents. Uh-huh. Now, what is the likelihood that that woman knows Jake Fromm personally? Per- it's extremely high. Pretty
1: well. Yep, She's yep.
0: sitting between the parents of Jake Fromm. Todd, do you know that that's not his sister, mm-hmm. his first cousin, mm-hmm. his family friend, his pen pal? Like, do you know anything about this? Like, I just, what are we doing? What are we with that? doing? You are a football okay. commentator. All right. Thank you. However, enough about the young lady <laughs> who got her t- five seconds of fame that she never wanted. Never wanted. But Todd, um, uh, Todd, I
1: think, was positioning himself to be Jake Fromm's agent, actually.
0: Could have been. Could have been, could have been first round grade. He's he's got everything that you want in a quarterback, and he has to. I mean, you know, it feels like one of them would just bait the other one and say like, <laughs> yeah. But he says he's not made a decision yet. But if, but if, if he's gonna be a first round quarterback, he's, he's really gonna go. He's a, 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 I mean, whatever. I I'm we have not had the Jake Fromm to the NFL conversation. No. Um, Give me, by the time we record another podcast, let's see, Jake Fromm is going to
1: announce his decision. When did he say? He just said after this game he's going to talk about it with his family, so I don't think he gave a definite. Okay, he didn't give a day. Tua gave a day Monday, Jake did not.
0: Okay, I see. Um, uh, Well, we'll see. By the time we record another podcast, he might have already announced his decision. Do you think this was his last game? Before we get to how he played in the game, do you think that this was Jake Fromm's last game? Man, this is re- as a Georgia Bulldog. This
1: yeah. This is really difficult. Um, this is really hard for me Daniel because there's a piece of me that thinks if Jake Fromm puts together a string of games like he had last night next year. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Kids kids top 10
0: easy. N- not free from mistakes. No. His game, his ga- Sugar Bowl game, not free from errors. No. It was he he made his miss he made his share of misses. Now, but boy, he had his share of makes. Now, did, as he, well. did
1: he wildly underthrow a flea flicker that should have been a touchdown? Oh my gosh. Yerp. Did he? Did he Yerp. dime a ball to Jorge that only Aaron Rodgers, I think, could have made? Seemed that way Yerp. to me. Yep. If he comes, did
0: he hit Demetrius Robertson oh for a touchdown on a beautifully designed and executed play, except for. It, I think what's flown under the radar this season, Clint, if I may get away from Jake Fromm for just a half a second, is that Demetrius Robertson's not good at football.
1: Demetrius Robertson, talk about Matt Landers-esque territory. W- welcome to Cutville. Like, listen,
0: listen, just recruiting gurus, just be aware. <laughs> not all five stars are the same. No. like, Not all five stars are created You're- equal. Nate
1: McBride. And D-Rob, same mm-hmm. class, mm-hmm. can sprint in a straight line really, really, really fast.
0: Demetrius Robertson versus Jorge Pickens. <laughs> you Not all five stars are the same. You tell me. Um, um, uh, I think, anyway, I Jake think from he, some great moments in this game.
1: I think he comes back, Daniel.
0: I think he's coming back, too. I think too. he comes back. I think he's coming back, and and listen, we could be he could have announced this. He could announce before you even hear this episode, and we'll look like idiots. But what else is new?
1: Um, <laughs> we major, but here. I
0: think he's, I think he's coming back as well. Um, Sean McDonough also, by the way, low key does not think there's that he does not think very much of the the team that's going to be around Jake from next year. Did you did you catch that? Oh, my. When I. he was talking about his draft stock, he said, well, he lost both of his starting tackles, um, several of his playmakers on the outside. DeAndre Swift was going to be in the NFL. Uh, I don't see... I don't see why he would come back. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm sorry. Did you not watch Jorge Pickens run around? The- Did you not see a man that just could do anything yeah. he willed on a football field? Sean McDonough is the opposite of David Pollock. A lot of you guys given hate on David Pollock for his take that Baylor was going to yeah. win. Here's the deal. David Pollock makes informed guesses. They're guesses, just like all of us. Which, by the way, sure. we're all just throwing darts, people. Okay?
0: Low-key, I think David Pollock is emotionally hedging. I think he's doing exactly what I would do if I, were, if I were on TV. Guys, spoiler alert, I'd pick against Georgia every single game. You're not going to
1: want to be clowned on by people for being a homer all nope. day and get your hopes up and I, then be dashed nationally.
0: Every single game I'd pick against this, um, but,
1: but whatever. No, Sean Madonna doesn't know a dang thing about a dang thing, Daniel. Uh, it's clear as no, day. He, he does not. Uh,
0: I do. I kind of think Jake Fromm's coming back, and obviously we'll have lots to talk about either way if he does or if he doesn't. Uh, but, but that's my what thought.
1: What did you think about the job of you, – you mentioned his name previously, but the coaches. Let's just go through. What What did you think – what did you see mm-hmm. from Matt Luke? You like what you saw? I love what
0: I saw from him, yeah. But I knew – you, you know what you're getting on the sidelines with Matt Luke. Have you ever seen the man on the sidelines? He's not any different. He's over there coaching up Jake Fromm at one point. He, he just –
1: I think he the was, game was over and he was still coaching no, up Jake's. He Froehl. was
0: bending his ear, man. He was bending his yes. ear. Uh he's over there coaching up the defensive lineman. Oh, yeah. He's over there he's over there chest bumping with David Marshall. Did you see you there know, was like a moment, after a play there was a
1: moment where he, he told Jake to milk the clock. He was motioning him to milk. Yeah. And then uh-huh. he realized midway through that he's not the head coach and he snapped he's not his head, head over coach to Kirby him. and he's like, Oh, I love it. oh dang, should I?
0: I love it. I love it so it really much. We so we good. talked about it on this podcast. Kirby needs that. Yes. Kirby needs more head coaches in his life yes. because he is not – he does not have a track record for the best in-game decision-making. And so he needs some more informed people who have been on the sideline doing it. Um, uh, I thought Matt Luke was great. Dan Lanning.
1: This guy's Kirby <laughs> Smart 2.0, man. It is, it is a carbon copy. This carbon guy's Kirby 2.0. Copy.
0: Just wherever he wants to coach – if he hangs around Georgia for five or six years, he, he's going to be able to have that job yep. wherever he wants to go. Yep. Now, he might get antsy and bail earlier for a lesser job. I hope he doesn't. But this guy, he's cut from the same cloth as Kirby, and it is clear that the future is, is very bright for him.
1: Uh, what about one aforementioned James Coley?
0: I thought James Coley called a fine game. I still... Um I, what I began to notice as the game wore on, and I and I didn't text you about this, I thought I'd save it for the podcast. I began to notice that we seemed to be calling the same eight plays over and over and over again. I wondered if you thought we were maybe saving something for the fourth quarter. We're not
1: saving anything anymore, Daniel. We <laughs> for the we, next game. It was gone. We we don't got nothing to whatever. No. Oh. We, <laughs>
0: Maybe nobody told James Coley that there was no game after this, so he didn't have to keep calling the same eight plays over and over and over again. But, hey, the job was done. Um, we scored We scored 26 points. But, again, the Demetrius Robertson touchdown came, didn't, didn't get on the board, but that was James Coley dialed up a beautiful play. Beautiful. I thought— I thought the offense played admirably given the fact that we were down two tackles and uh two running backs. D- does nobody uh,
1: realize what happened? Like does nobody in the media understand that we were down all Americans draft eligible players everywhere. I everywhere. Everywhere. And we came except out except tight end. Sure. Sure. We we had all of our Cuz we, <laughs> we didn't have any.
0: We didn't have any. We don't have any draft eligible players <laughs>
1: uh, in the tight end position. Um, that that job of all of the young pups and Kirby, which by the way, talk about throwing shade post game interview. Hello, uh, mm. there's a disease in Georgia. Young pups, uh, don't don't you dare like you're out of high school now. Guess what? You're a former five star recruit now. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That means nothing to me.
0: Oh my goodness. Nope. Uh, how about the post game, George Pickens? By the way, just we're how? just we're keep our head down,
1: keep working, keep chopping wood. How long did Kirby coach him after he erupted at Georgia Tech? How long did did Papa Kirby sit down and and speak to that young man?
0: Kirby said, "How far do you think you can run before you die? We're gonna find out. We'll test that if theory. you don't say these words. If you don't say these words in this interview with Holly Rowe, um." Somebody get Holly Rowe some high heels or a box to stand on or or
1: something. <laughs> Who's the fox announcer that literally has a box in the booth? Oh, what's his name? Gus? Is it Gus I Johnson? I think It is Gus Johnson. I swear it's Gus Johnson. He
0: he looks like he'd be about four foot nine. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts from the Sugar Bowl, Clint? Uh, before we wrap this monstrosity up
1: Uh, hope is alive Daniel I never thought that was gonna be possible that was such a fun game Uh, when the game started I was lying on my couch totally uninterested and by the first pop of Monty Rice I had sat up Richard LeCount Mm -hmm. made me stand and then Mm -hmm. I was hooping and hollering the rest of the game Daniel they they brought me back to life
0: they did well done Georgia Uh, you've you've gotten us engaged again for the (laughs) offseason And we'll be here for that entire offseason. Quick public service announcement. Georgia plays Memphis tomorrow, which is Saturday, in a big-time road game. Top 10 opponent on the road. Huge chance for a resume-building win. Ooh. Guys, football season is over. If you were waiting, and I don't know why you would have been, because you can do two things at the same time. But if you were waiting, the time has come. Get on board with this basketball team. Watch Anthony Edwards. Enjoy him while it lasts. Cheer on Tom Crean and this squad. Uh, we will be back next week, and we'll be talking about all things Georgia offseason and Georgia basketball season. Yes, sir. And there is lots to discuss Tons. Uh, from who's going to the NFL to who's being recruited to what Anthony Edwards has done to Penny Hardaway and the... Uh, the FBI investigation that is inevitably happening oh. at Memphis currently. Oh. So, uh, follow us on Twitter at Dogs uh, Send us an email. Let let Clint know what he should give me for losing that bet, and uh, we'll be back next week. See ya. See you guys.